This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and welcome to Pleased to Meet You. I'm Ken Morrison, and in this program, I introduce you, the listener, to the voices behind the microphones here at Radio Kidnappers. And today, it's my pleasure to have in this studio Lucy Friecher, one of the co-hosts of... Uh, 90 Day Divas, Surviving to Thriving in 90 Days. Now, we're here to talk about uh, you, Lucy, rather than your program, but give us a 30-second uh, promo. What's your program all about? Yeah, so we're here, we want to support people who want to start their business or are in their business and want to grow their business and um, really go from surviving to thriving and uh, grow where, or take their business where they want to go. So. And how do we get hold of it to do that? So you find us on 90daydivas.com, it's 90 as a number, um, or we've got a Facebook group, it's called Surviving to Thriving in 90 Days. Yes, indeed. And like I say, this program is all about you, and I want you to wind the clock back. Take us back to the beginning. Where did you grow up? Tell us about growing up in the in the Lucy's world. What was it like? Where did I grow yeah. up? Yeah, so um, my dad's Swiss and my mum's Kiwi, and most of my childhood I was in Switzerland. I did, um, we were a bit back and forth, so I did go to school for a year in Blenheim, and then we went back to Switzerland, and that's sort of where I did my majority of my schooling, and um, yeah, when I was 18, 19, I came back to New Zealand, and decided to study, went to Wellington. Don't get too far ahead, oh, that's, that's, too? One of, that's my question. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what was family like for you growing up? Do you have fond memories of growing up? I do, yeah, we had good times. Sounds uh, great. Yeah, I had two, oh, I still have two brothers, and my parents spoiled us with going travelling, so we did lots of travelling as a family. University of life. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, good like, Yeah. What was school like for you? Was school good? Did you like school? Did you hate school? Oh, I was not a huge fan of school. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It was just one of those things, you had to do it. Um, I guess, yeah, there was different factors. One was, oh, yeah, maybe back in the days it was always a bit of a, we were different because we spoke two languages mm. and uh, the teachers often didn't like that because apparently you could tell in our German and <laughs> yeah, so that was not always fun. Was there any teacher in your uh, in growing up um, period that made a, an impression on you, a lasting impression that you think, wow, thank goodness I had him or her in my life or, or to, geez, I'm glad I got away from them. Yeah, there was one guy, uh, Mr. Steiner was his name. He was a real big guy. Um, he could barely stand. He was quite funny. He was very funny, mm. but he was always sitting there. But he had such good jokes and very wise, and he was always really calming. Mm. And he was actually the, the principal of the school, but I always felt like he didn't quite take the whole thing too serious, what? which was really nice. Like he yes. said, oh, look, might be not the best great, but I know you can do better, sort of that yeah. style. So it was really empowering. And his wife was also a teacher, and she was a complete opposite, and he used to make fun of her. So, yeah, I guess that was nice to sort of not always take life too serious. Yeah, that's, yeah sounds great. Yeah. Did you go to higher education? And when I'm, by that, I mean, you know, I mean, for instance, I left high school in the fifth form, didn't even get school cert. How 
Miss Blair Mine. No, <laughs> no. Oh, I but admire anyway, so, people who do that. So you, you, uh, you leave school. Did you go on a university? Yeah, so in Switzerland, it's a bit of a different system. You go to school for 12 years, mm. and after that, you can decide if you want to do an apprenticeship or you go another four years to be able to go to uni. So I went that way. I did another four years. Don't ask me why, but um, that was, yeah, full on. And then when you've passed that exam, you're allowed to go to uni. So it's a bit different than New Zealand. In mm. New Zealand, you can be 21, isn't yes. it? Yeah, so if I would have known that, I would have um, skipped that part. Because <laughs> I got to New Zealand and they're like, they didn't even care that I did that. And I'm like, really? I worked so hard for this. So, yeah. Okay, schooling is over. Yeah, you've yeah. finished doing your uni. Um, the world is your oyster. Mm. What happens now? So I packed my bag. I didn't even go to my graduation. Packed it, told my friends I'm going for a three-week vacation to Australia. And I went to Australia with my best friend, and we travelled the whole East Coast. And then I said, let's go to New Zealand. She had to go back. I went back to New Zealand. And I stayed there for four or five years. Yeah. And then And then I finished my degree. Mm -hmm. And I went back with the same suitcase. I went back to Zurich, and that's where I got a job offer at Swisscom, a telecom. Mm. And... uh, yeah, so you can live out of or with one suitcase, it's enough. Um, yeah, a lot of people didn't know what I was doing or I just left. I didn't really say too much. Just took off? Yeah, just wow. went and had a great time. Just went where the wind took you? Yeah, pretty much. How good is that? Yeah. But you've ended here in Hawke's Bay. Now, you know, some of the places that you've just mentioned, well, I thought, wow, how exciting would that be? And But here you are in, I'm not saying boring old Hawke's Bay because I just love Hawke's Bay, <laughs> but uh, some of the things that you've seen and some of the places that you've been yet you've chosen to be here. What, what, what's so good about here? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I guess I didn't actively choose this area. Um, I was living in Auckland at the time, so I went back and forwards the last four years in Auckland and Switzerland. And then COVID hit, and that was a moment where I was like, okay, I need to make some drastic changes, mm-hmm. as in I can't go a few months here, a few months there. So I packed up or gave up my apartment, sold everything in Switzerland and came over here. Travelled New Zealand and um, mum moved to Hawke's Bay two years yeah. ago. <laughs> yes. So it was a bit of a base to be because we sort of travelled all over. And um, yeah, it was nice and I got to know Hawke's Bay and I was like, well, this is really, really nice. I never knew this area because, yeah, from Auckland we do day, well, we go basically straight through. Mm. Um, my grandparents live in Gisborne, so I knew that area. But yeah, Napier or Hawke's Bay was never that known. But um, yeah, got got here and just felt really at ease. And then you know, I was like, well, why not stay here? Yeah, why yeah. not indeed? Mm. That's a paradise. It is. I wonder, as you've uh, lived your life to date, what's the best bit of advice that someone's given you? Oh, listen to your gut feeling. Yeah. Go for it. That easy? It's not easy, no, but I feel to, like, if you've got this idea to do something, go for it. Like, really, what's going to hold you back but yourself? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. I can tell from um, knowing you as little as I do know you that you're a go-getting type of person. Um, Tell us about your work and why did you choose the line of work that you're in? Yes, I was in corporate and marketing for over 10 years and I've sort of seen a bit behind the scenes of how the agencies work with customers and I just... Um, yeah, often did question how could they charge such prices and sometimes get such little results. Mm. And helping businesses, that's always been something where I'm really passionate about. Yes. And I've always been a creative person, so I put together one-on-one and 
started my web design and online marketing company. Mm. And I did that four years ago. And I just really enjoy seeing companies really go from basically, yeah, having nothing or no big presence to really having an online presence that looks professional and mm. that really attracts the clients that they're after. Where does that talent that you've got come from? Do you thank your parents for that? Or is it, mm. is it a trait that runs through your family that you all sort of get up and go? Well, I never was aware of this, but both my parents are self-employed. Mm. And mum is very creative. She's an interior designer and my granddad's an artist. I guess that's where the whole creative mm-hmm. part came. And dad's a radiologist. But he's more like running the business, more the rational person. Mm. So I guess I've got a bit of both and try to, yeah, utilise both. Now, you're the boss of what you do. Um, do you like being the boss or would you be comfortable working for someone? Or is that sort of mm, not, not your cup of tea? You want to be the, you're the driving force? I do like boss. to be the boss, yeah. yeah. Like in the sense of I just like to, to go and, yeah, do what's best for those people and not maybe what's best for the company. Sometimes mm-hmm. I really have my customers in the focus. And I feel like sometimes in the companies it can be a bit more of they've got internal disputes or processes going on that they first look at that rather than what actually the customer needs yeah. so yeah what do you feel most proud of in your life to date oh wow there's a few things <laughs> um i guess yeah leaving the corporate world starting my own business um all my travels that i've done experiences that i have been able to yeah, experience um yeah and being able to um, Encourage and empower other people to do the same. Mm. To yeah. If you could go back and visit eighteen-year-old Lucy, mm-hmm. what bit of advice might you give yourself? And would eighteen-year-old Lucy listen to you? Oh wow! Yeah, so that was the time just before I finished school, and I was about to pack my suitcase. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd do too much differently. Um, you just go for it, enjoy it, um, listen to yourself. Yeah, maybe too, don't always try to please everyone else. Like, mm. do it for you and not... Because I did think at times I'm going to uni to maybe please my dad. Yes. Because he definitely wanted me right. to go to uni. Because he thought if you don't, you yeah, maybe something less. Mm. But that was his upbringing, upbringing mm. and that was not, yeah. Yeah. If you could change one thing about yourself, and I think you just answered the question, uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a great answer, isn't it? And we we often talk that uh, in our lives, um, particularly as you get older or very old like me, um, if you could go back in time and turn left instead of turning right, is that something that you might do? To be honest, I always said, I, so far I've never regretted anything I've done in my life. And that was something I really live by. I don't want to do things that I would regret. Mm. No so, regrets? No. no. There's a song there. You Maybe know. sometimes, yeah, I could have started a bit earlier. Yeah. I could have done it a bit earlier mm-hmm. instead of listening to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're, you're obviously very talented in what you do, but is there a skill that you'd like to learn? And what would that skill be and why, would it, why do you want to learn it? I uh, learn Mandarin. Yeah. Mandarin <laughs> speaking the language. Yeah, Mandarin, or maybe yeah. go a bit more. Um, so I do code. I do understand code. But maybe go a bit more into software development. Mm. Really feel like there's a huge, huge market there. Yeah. I mean, where do you see Lucy in five years' time? I mean, you know, the world has now shrunk to the point that you can you could almost live in a cupboard and do your work on a computer. But where do you see Lucy? So I see myself living in my dream home that I own. 
Um, is that here? Yeah, it'll be in New Zealand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Not sure if it's Hawke's Bay, no. but it could be. Um, I'll be running my online business, coaching people with their business. Um, yeah, surrounded by uplifting positive people. Traveling, I still want to travel, yeah. maybe not as much, and then sort of don't take it for granted. So you'd really surfing, hiking. I like to be active, mm-hmm. so healthy. When you get home at night, Lucy, and you have a hard day, and you put your feet up after you've poured yourself that lovely glass of uh, orange juice or milk, mm-hmm. what makes you think, wow, what a great day that was? Oh, the people I interact with and um, who, yeah, how I've been able to support or help or had some good laughs with people, um, finished or completed something for work, had a nice walk with a dog Mm. or went out for a swim. Simple things. Yeah, simple things, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if you're a materialistic person at all, Um, but let's say you are and you look around yourself and this is not including your family or your pets. If you could only keep three things in your life, what would they be? Some materialistic things. Yeah, some material things. Wow. So some people might think, oh, well, I'll keep that book because what would you keep? I'll keep my laptop. Yeah. Um, do like my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, uh, what else? Maybe my surfboard. Yeah. Three good things. Who do you admire in life and why do you admire them? Yeah, I admire not that many people, but there's definitely one woman that just pops to my mind. It's that Denise Thomason. Mm -hmm. She's pretty out there, go-getting, and I like how she, yeah, how she just says it as it is and does it and makes life seem, yeah, it is fun and it doesn't always have to be hard. Is it good to have a hero, do you think, in your life? can be motivating, Have yeah. we got enough heroes around? Are there are enough heroes? Yeah, because... Heroines? Could be a bit more. Yeah? Yeah. What makes a hero for you? A hero. Someone a... who's just believed in themselves, gone mm. for it, and achieved big. Yeah. Yeah. Life on other planets? Good questions. I actually was just thinking that last night, watching the shooting star mm. go by. I was like, hmm, what's happening up there? That'd have to be life, wouldn't it? It would be. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing uh, that's ever happened to you? Weirdest thing. Or the weirdest Mm. thing you've ever done? These are just random questions. Yeah, weirdest thing. Oh, (laughs) definitely I've done some weird stuff, travelling through Asia, eating Scorpio, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? I was going to ask one of my questions, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? A scorpion. Yeah, Was it tasty? Oh, it was crunchy. Oh, no. I know you're a very busy person, um, on the go all the time, but what do you do to relax? You mentioned a surfboard. I'm yeah, surfing's amazing. Hiking, being out in nature, that's something that really brings me back and, yeah, gives clarity and yeah. helps me with my creativity. Do you find it easy to wind down being such a busy person that you are or do you have to make an effort to do that? It's actually quite, yeah, it can be quite simple. Just go for a walk. I feel like that's the easiest. Take the dog and just go outside, fresh air. What are you Helps reading me. at the moment? Um, Think Like a Monk by um, JJ. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say something like that. Really? <laughs> Although saying that that book has been on my bedside table for a while. But it's a good one. You just can't read too many pages at a time. <laughs> Do you like music? I love it. What's your favourite song? My favourite song? Oh, I have a few. And they always change a little. Yeah, it's not possible to have one anymore. No, isn't it? If you no. had to pick one song that you think, wow, I just love that song. Is, is there a that song or not? 
I think just one song. Can't really think of any, no. No. What's your favourite food? What's your go-to food? Oh, Thai, spicy Thai mm. food. What would you do if you won a lot, Lucy? Wow, so how much would I... Oh <laughs> I don't know, let's say you won $5 million. $5 million. Is that million. enough or not? Well, yeah, I'd start with, um, yeah, buying myself uh, my dream home. If you became the Prime Minister tomorrow, what's the first thing that you'd change? Oh, I'd open up the country. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or make it easier for people to enter and leave again at the moment. All right. Two people over for dinner, living or dead? Living. Yeah, or dead. Oh, who yeah. would it be? Who would, who would, yeah, who so would it would be Denise yeah. and uh, Kim Kardashian. Really? Why would you invite them over? Oh, I admire both. I feel, I feel like, yeah, either you hate or love Kim Kardashian, yes. but I feel like where she's come from, what she's done, she's basically been no one, and mm. she's just keep promoting herself. She married one of the richest guy on the earth, but she just keep, pro- yeah, she's just got new products. She's just always inventing herself. Yeah. Okay, just about come to the end of the program. One question left, and it's a, it's a pretty serious one, although this won't apply to you for many, 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 many years. I can tell just by looking at you. When you finally leave this mortal coil, this world, for the last time, how do you think people are going to remember you, Lucy? What are they going to say about old Lucy? I like that question. Um, the fun, uplifting, adventurous go-getter. Yeah. And if I could let you write your own epitaph for your headstone, what would it be? <laughs> I bet wow, that, I've never of thought of that. <laughs> wow, in loving memory, no, that's a bit boring. Um, I told you I was sick. trust your trust in your gut feeling. Bye, and then bye, Lucy. Good on you, Lucy. It's been my pleasure to talk with you on this. Pleased to meet you. You look after yourself. I'll talk to you again in the near future. Thank you. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.